Twilight Saga Fan Podcast, episode number 13. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Twilight Saga Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here to finally pick up where we left off. <laughs> we're actually, we're retracing some steps here. We are. We actually recorded two episodes um, back over Thanksgiving. We did. And they accidentally got deleted. Right. Which wasn't really a big deal because I wasn't going to let you release them anyway. Yeah. Because we were in the car with the kids and it was chaotic. And yeah. It was so. just, it would just, would. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it 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 would have been out of character in between it all have the other. Fit right. Yeah, it would have been just a little weird. Although I'm sure that as diehard of fans as Twilight people are, they're like, you know, just give us all the content. <laughs> right. It was How really good get- conversation too, though. I mean, we, there's no way we can duplicate that, and especially not, you know, nearly two months later. <laughs> no doubt. I have no idea what we said. <laughs> Me neither. I'm hoping I remember but we the went book. Off, we went off the same notes. Yeah. So hopefully that will, you know. Right jog your memory obviously i hope so i've already looked over the notes so that i would kind of be like okay this happened here right and you know these are the things that i thought were important to bring up um so i've already like grazed over the notes lightly well good (laughs) but even i have a hard time remembering what happens where and i get excited and i want to share more than what i'm allowed and so right anyway well, here's what we're going to do. By the way, we'll let you know that we have, fi- I or Stephanie, of course, has finished the books, but I have finally Again. finished the book, and New Moon, and we have already seen the movie. We have. By the way, and uh, I w- wish I would have saw the movie before reading the book, but, you know, we'll talk about the movie uh, later. Right. Uh, because Stephanie and I, what we're going to do is we're going to finish recording some episodes here for New Moon once we're finished reviewing the book. Then we're going to go watch the movie again and then come and, then and give review. our review right? So of, of the movie New Moon. All right. So with that, here with that. is what we are going to do. We okay. are going to start off with chapter 11 and we have no idea where we will end in this episode. Right. Yet. We'll just kind of play it, you know, exactly. by ear. All right. So, Stephanie, as we go. chapter 11 of New Moon title is Cult. Cult. All right. Tell right. us what, what do we need to know about this? Scared stiff. What does that mean to Scared you? Scared stiff. This is where this Bella is is terrified. I mean, absolutely terrified. She start the chapter. So each time that I opened my eyes to the morning light and realized that I'd lived through another night was a surprise to me. I mean, she really thinks that Victoria is going to get her. Oh, okay. Or Laurent. I guess at this point it would be Laurent is going to get her. Mm-hmm. So maybe, again, I just shared more information than I should have. So, But she is scared stiff that she is just not going to make it through the night. And, um, or or Charlie. I mean, she, she's equally, if not more so, afraid for Charlie than for herself. And so I just, I really... Um, I don't, I, I like experiencing her fear. Is, is that creepy? I don't know. <laughs> but um, it, it's articulated in a way that I think is amazing mm-hmm. to actually explain someone's fear in that way. Now, granted, I know they're fictional characters. I, I, I've come to a healthy place where I know and accept that now. And um, nice. But um, I just, I really liked the way that that her fear is described here. Gotcha. Yes. So we haven't seen Jacob 
she hasn't seen Jacob for weeks now. Right. He has disappeared. And of course, now this, the whole thing is she wants to save him from this gang that he's right. now a part she of. She is sure that, that he's part of the gang now because um, she's been calling Billy. <laughs> like She's been stalking Billy, really. And um, and and now is certain that, that he's part of Sam's gang and that and that. You know, she needs to save him from it. So um, being Bella, she jumps in her truck and drives to the push to save him. OK, runs into Quill along the way. And um, and he's he's pretty down because all of his friends have now joined Sam's gang and and he's alone. Um, but then. OK, then Jacob finds her in the truck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's sitting in her truck waiting for him. And he comes up. Um, I like when she says there was a darkness in Jacob. Now she had leaned on him so much in her dark place or from her dark place. She even described him as her own personal son. And then now she says there's a darkness in him. Like my son had imploded. Right. You know, and um, you have to know that you can't. I don't know. I don't know how to describe that, what what I feel about that. I mean, she leaned on him so much. Really. He was her crutch. <laughs> and and he let himself be. And she totally, admittedly so, uses him. Yeah. I mean, she, she admits to that mm-hmm. more than one time. So anyway, I, I liked that. And then, so they go off into the, into the woods and are arguing about who should they blame. Obviously, she blames Sam. He says it's not Sam's fault, you know. Doesn't Sam is he actually helped me, and um, well, then he blames it on those filthy, reeking bloodsuckers you love so much. Ah. <laughs> that that's that's who she should blame. And um, this is when the okay, so here she is. She's with Jacob, who she trusts completely. Okay, she's not scared. She is not doing something stupid or reckless, and she hears Edward. Right. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm. She's surprised that she's hearing him again because she's not scared. And she says, "You're being ridiculous." I told them both. <laughs> she's talking to her hallucinations now. I mean, yeah. Bella, you need some help, girl. I'm you think? Sorry. <laughs> what was it that he said here? Because I can't remember. This is a long time ago for me. What was it that who said? What I mean, when she heard his voice again, what did he say? Oh, be, to be careful. Be, be careful mm-hmm. because he. Okay, because 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 young vampires are young vampires, young werewolves are um, unpredictable, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Right, that they're not in control. Right, as much as um, I think Bella would expect Jacob to be. Right, does okay. that make sense? Yeah, makes okay. perfect sense. So yeah, he's just telling her to to be careful, to step back, you know, all all that good kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So the the truth is though. Is that she was in danger. She was. Gotcha. She just didn't know it. She just didn't know it. All right. Got it. Okay. Moving along. Or didn't along. want to believe it. Right? Okay. Or didn't want to believe it. Okay. So so, so they, why is it that that Quill will not be next? Because isn't that what Jake said? Yeah. Jake says Quill won't be next, which um, at this point, still, after reading the book like four times, I don't understand. Right. But I can't tell you right now why I don't understand it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But when we get to that part, I can go back and tell you why I don't understand it. Right. Okay. I think maybe it's his wishful thinking. Okay. All right. That they just, they don't want this for their friend. Right. 
Well, I, I can tell you what I think, not not knowing anything beyond New Moon, is that he thinks that it won't happen because what what causes them to become a werewolf is the presence of vampires. And he feels like he's going... Because they're gone. Because that, if they're gone, it won't pull that out of him. I knew that. I knew that. I did. But they also know they're not gone. Because didn't they just attack Laurent? I don't know. It's been a long time. See? Didn't know, see? But, but they did. Because chapter 10 is Meadow. And so that's where... Bella goes back to the meadow and Laurent finds her there. Right. And the werewolves attack him. So technically the vampires aren't gone. Right. But they will be but because they're going to get rid of them. Maybe they think that they that, are. That's what I'm thinking. Right. So anyway, Quill won't be next is what he says. Are you breaking up with me? Those, the words were all wrong. The okay. words were all wrong. What's but she's, she asked Jacob, are you breaking up with me? And then she's explaining in her mind, the words are all wrong, but it's all I could come up with. It was the only way that made sense to explain what was happening. And it's one of those times where you're like, seriously, Bella, you don't realize that. Okay. Number one, you're kind of leading them all. And number two, just take take a step back, blink your eyes a couple times, and you know, click your heels and say, "There's no place exactly. like home." I mean, come on. But um, so it's just, are you breaking up with me? I'm like, you're the one who keeps telling him that that's not what you want. Yeah. And but you're also the one who keeps using that terminology mm-hmm. to describe. Your relationship. I, I don't like Bella. I know you don't. At all. I know you don't. I mean, there, that's fine. You don't have to like Bella. There isn't a single part of me that likes Bella right. at all. I know. I think I think <laughs> she is a selfish. Everyone is. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. But but she uses people and for and, and she doesn't really care about wh- how they feel at all. She has no empathy towards others. Okay. And I I just don't like that. I know. And I know we all have, we are all selfish. That, that, we are. But, but and she takes it to an extreme that I think is right. extremely unhealthy. And as the story continues, you are going to see, uh, obviously, more of Bella being selfish. You're going to see Edward and Jacob be equally uh-huh. as selfish. Um, oh, I've already told you. I don't think that. I think Carlisle and Esme are the only unselfish ones in this book. And Charlie. This, and, okay, and maybe Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie, okay, you're right, because I love Charlie, I do, but th- they are selfish, and so I'm, but I get you not liking Bella, I do. Okay, I can't say that she's, you know, she she's not in my top three characters of the book myself. Um, Who are your top three characters? Alice. Yes. Carlisle. Yes. And Emmett. I don't like. He's Emmett. funny. You'll, you have to read more. Also, but not a new moon. Oh, no, not in New Moon. Okay. In New Moon, it would be um, Alice, Charlie, and um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know who a third would be. Alice is definitely my favorite character out of the whole series. Right. She's awesome. She is. She's cool. So, um, yeah, the whole are you breaking up? It just annoys me. Anyway, um, Billy called, said you fought with Jacob. This is important because Billy called Charlie and said they had a fight. But when Bella's sitting in the truck outside of their house, he says, hey, Bill, or, hey Bella, Charlie called. I told him you're on your way home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's he's playing the little 
he's he's a little instigator, isn't he? He is. He is. <laughs> but um, but I get I get it. he's he's protecting his son, right. you know, and and so I get that. But but I thought that's funny because he tells her Charlie called, and then he tells Charlie says yeah, Charlie says Billy, says Billy called. called, right? So anyway, and then um, Charlie and Billy have another fight because. Billy is blaming this on Bella and that she has led Jacob on and he can no longer take it, which would be a very reasonable explanation. Yes. But not the truth at all. And so anyway, I I really love Charlie standing up for Bella in this. You know, don't put this on Bella. Don't, you know, yeah. So she she made it clear from the beginning that she didn't want. So I, I just, I love Charlie, you know. Protecting his kid. Right. Even though he knows absolutely nothing about her. So they have this fight, this argument, and then all of a sudden, next <gasps> chapter we have is chapter 12, and we go to Intruder. We do. And the Intruder happens to be uh, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> the Intruder is Jacob. So so we have yet another <laughs> young man coming through the window of this girl's bedroom. <laughs> do people not use the front door anymore? Not in, not in Forks, apparently. No. My goodness. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you what, Bella, you, you need to just like Lock move your bed well, yeah. or move your bedroom to the first floor. And make it easier for these folks. <laughs> Come on. Well, that's the thing is that it is easy for these folks yeah, because I know. they are I was just kidding, right. babe. Not ordinary. Anyway, um, open the window. No wonder Bella. those other boys at school don't have a chance. It's like they ain't getting up the window. No, I mean Mike is just so ordinary. He can't climb the side of the house. Gotcha. You know, if he was Spider Man, maybe. Haven't um, you ever had a, um, a a secret that you can't tell anyone? So he's like, listen, you, you, you know, you, because you know he knows that she knows yeah. about Edward. Yeah. So he's like, haven't you? And, and she's like, how did he know that? I mean, this is, how she, does he know she's that? She's not very bright, is she? She really, I mean, well, here's the thing that um, I think that Bella is bright. Okay. But I think that Bella is consumed by fear. Okay. She's consumed by um unwant that no one wants her i mean jacob hasn't talked to her to we- in weeks all of the cullens left her not just edward i mean she really she's dealt been abandoned with all of that. by she's, everybody that she let into her world absolutely she i think she's very bright okay she is just consumed she's self-consumed mm-hmm. as we all are but you know yep a little maybe a little bit more so so anyway um he he's telling her you know haven't you ever had a secret and yeah, she doesn't catch on quite as quickly as maybe um, she should because he's like, the part that kills me is that you know already. Yeah. I already told you everything. Right. Yeah. Which there would have been like, ooh, hello, beach. I mean, come on, Bella. Yeah, I've already told you. Okay, let's see. How many when conversations? Was the last have- time, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Well, um, she finally gets it. You she know? does. Um, he really goes through... Um, extraordinary measures to get her to remember because he can't just outright tell her. And so that's frustrating to uh, him. Right. He's not, I mean, he obviously cannot tell her anything because he's made a promise. And of course we know later, you know why that is. Right. But the, the important thing is, is that he walks away thinking, you know, listen, once you figure it out and you will, right, please, you know, he doesn't think that he's going to, she's going to want anything to do with him anymore. Right. You know, who wants to be, you know, hanging out with a werewolf, you know, some evil creature, right? That, that is what he believes at this point. Right. Right. Yeah. So, 
then she has, you know, weird dreams. Corbella always has weird dreams. You know, if any of us dreamt like Bella, I mean, if any of us dreamt like Stephanie Meyer, there would be <laughs> loads of great books running around, wouldn't there? I guess so. So anyway, um, so that starts the dream. And then that is where she wakes up and, and she knows. And um, I love when she puts two and two together that... Um, that it wasn't the same wolf that she had seen in another dream. This was the great russet wolf that had stood a foot from me in the meadow a week ago. So she puts it together that Jacob was in the meadow. Yes. Okay. And and I like that part. I mm-hmm. do. And so she she's um you know she's waking up. She's coming to the realization that okay Jacob's a werewolf. All right. And and so on page two ninety four she's comparing the two um. Edward and, and Jacob, and she says, um, let's see, besides, there, there'd never been one moment that I wasn't completely aware that Edward Cullen was above and beyond the ordinary. Um, it wasn't such a surprise to find out what he was because he was so obviously, he, because he was obviously was something. So obviously was something. Sorry. But Jacob, Jacob, who was just Jacob and nothing more than that. Jacob, my friend, Jacob, the only human I'd ever been able to relate to. And he wasn't even human. So I'm just, I, I, I like how she's, she's describing here that it was so easy for her to accept mm-hmm. that Edward was something because he was so obviously wasn't human. Right. But her Jacob, who, who she describes often as her Jacob, mm-hmm. it, he, he's just Jacob. And so to, to reconcile the two, her Jacob and Jacob the werewolf together, is it's a struggle for her. Are you following me? Yep. Okay. You're kind of giving me like that blank nod. So I was just making sure we were still together here. But anyway, so it, it's a struggle for her to make the two be the one. Does right. That, am I making sense there to you? Yes. All right. So anyway, and then. um. And then basically we, we have, you got down, wolves are killing people. Uh-huh. All right. So who are they killing? Charlie is the one giving her the information and they're believing that the wolves are killing people. Which it's really been Laurent. Yes. It has not been the wolves. Yes and no. Okay. Tell me, tell me what you're thinking there. What? Yes and no. Yes and no, because yes, it was Laurent, but the werewolves killed Laurent. Mm -hmm. So now it's not Laurent. Okay. But people are still dying. And so it was Victoria. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Good. So, but uh, however, at this point, now that she is thinking, it's like these wolves, these bears putting way back when she was in the shop and she heard the report of the, you know, the hikers and all the other stuff, putting it all together, the wolves are killing people. And, and that's how she's putting it together. Yeah. And now Charlie and, you know, half the men in town are going out hunting wolves. And of course she needs to warn somebody. She needs to warn somebody. Right. Because he may be what he is. But he's still her Jacob. So we move on into chapter 13, which is titled Killers. And of course, this is where it's like, man, I put an S. You know, it's I've, just killer. Oh, OK. Anyway, um, so she has to deal with the fact that, you know, she she's, you know, hanging out with a murderer. Right. You know, which, you know, obviously 
Um, vampires, you know, obviously kill things as well, kill people as well, except for the fact that the Collins are a little bit more moral because <laughs> they kill animals instead of people. And so, wow, now, but now these people, they're, they're just, they're murdering people. And, and that's what she believes. Do, and she's struggling. How do I feel about this? As you know, as, and, and so she thinks that he's a monster and, it, you know, is the, and I love how she's like, okay, how can I justify this so that I can still be his friend? She really tries to, doesn't she? Uh, yeah. And you know what, um, what absolutely just baffles my mind about Bella is that she knew nothing about Edward when they first met, knew nothing about him. Right. He told her. What if I'm the bad guy? You know, he says I am the He's bad like, guy. He's like I am. You know, you need to stay away from me. Um, on more than one occasion, he admitted to wanting to kill her, and but she was so convinced in the very essence of who she is that that's not who he was, and that's not who he is, and that he is better than what he thinks of himself. Okay, but here she is so quick to judge Jacob as a monster when she knows him. They've spent months building a relationship, building a friendship. She knows him and she's so quick to jump on the he's killing people. Right. That bothers me about her. Absolutely. Get your priorities straight, woman. <laughs> she says once you've cared for a person, it becomes impossible to be logic logical about them anymore. So I agree with her to an extent. To an extent. But yeah. there comes a point where he's like, okay, murderer. I think maybe a little boundaries here <laughs> right. could be a healthy thing. Right. Bella doesn't know much about boundaries. So tell us about being a hypocrite. What's this got to do with anything? Well, the, Jacob calls her a hypocrite. Uh-huh. Jacob's like, you know, pretty much exactly what I just said. I'm like, he's like, how can it be okay for one? And at the, I mean, really, do you get what you're doing here? I'm sorry. I'm not and the right kind of monster for exactly. you. Exactly. That's what, that's, how, that's exactly what he says. And he really thinks that. She wants nothing to do with him anymore until she finally says, you know what? Okay. She goes back and forth in her mind and she finally comes <laughs> to the conclusion that I don't care if he turns into a big bad wolf and kills people. He's still my friend. He's Jacob. still Jacob. Right. And so Jacob's like, but I'm not a killer, Bella. And here's the thing. I love when they say the I'm sorry, so, which is what I call him. But mm -hmm. he's she's pretty much like, I'm sorry. I thought you were a killer. And he's pretty much I'm sorry. I called you a hypocrite. I mean, it's just. It just goes back to what their relationship is, you know, because mm -hmm. at the root of it, they are friends. Yeah. And um, so it's funny to me. And here's where, you know, the, it goes on for a little bit. And then we find out that, you know, it's Victoria, you know, right. and that's that's who's killing people. And and so then all of a sudden this is where the terror comes in. Right. This is this is different than the fear from the beginning of chapter 11. Okay. Because she knows now, I mean, Victoria will stop at nothing to kill her. Yeah. And now that she met up with Laurent in the meadow, she knows why you should mate for mate is what, is what he said, yeah. you know? And, um, she believes because what she believes of vampires, that there is no way that Victoria won't get to her. Right. And so that, I mean, the terror that is described in that, I'm just the, the paralyzing, unable to breathe, you know, it, I, the terror. Anyway. Yep. 
It could all be right. a character all of its own in this book. <laughs> the terror could be its own yeah. character. All right. So Jacob held, held her together. I mean, she even says he held me together in one piece because otherwise I would have just put, fallen apart. Right. Well, here's the thing. She often in this in this book describes herself as, you know, um, wrapping her arms around her midsection and holding herself together. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have to because Jacob did it first. And she's like, how does he, you know, earlier she was like, how does he know these things? Well, because he's observant, mm-hmm. you know, he pays attention. Right. And like, just like he knows that she doesn't listen to music. And so it's, um, Jacob held her together. Right. What does this mean when you wrote down, uh, is that what you meant last night? You're quick. Oh, that's about, um, Jacob told her, she says to Jacob, you don't have to tell them anything. I will just the same. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's yes. about the, the, the werewolves being linked so in we, the mind. So this is where if they turn into a werewolf, they actually can hear each other's thoughts. Right. All the time. Right. But I like, I like, he goes into the woods to phase so that he can tell Sam what's going on. And she's like, I'm sort of used to weird by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I, I think I could have, maybe I could have handled it. I'm sort of used to weird by now. And so, but that's what that is. You know, and then at the end of the chapter, she's basically like, "Okay, is I mean, is the tooth fairy real? You know, right. uh, you know, is <laughs> you know, Santa is, there, is Santa Claus <laughs> really out there? I mean, is, is there well, anything? I think it's a little bigger than that. You know, but, Frankenstein. Right. I, the, by the way, the Saturday Night Live. That's skit hilarious. With Firelight. Ter- oh, that is awesome. <laughs> it's great. That is awesome stuff. High, slightly better production value in in the Saturday Night Live skit than the actual than in movie. the Twilight movie. Right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Totally, almost. The movie's uh, too blue. It is, and, and, but I get but why I love, they, they went with that. I loved how green they made I the know. movie. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. So if you haven't seen it, you totally got to check out Twilight or no, um, Firelight, um, Sat- SNL skit. Saturday Night Live. Hilarious. It is amazing. Anyway, uh, so and clearly it's a spoof on Twilight. So if that offends you, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. So tell me this, uh, Stephanie, last word, yes. last little note that you have here. His words made me feel like a traitor. What words were those? Jacob wants information uh-huh. on, um, oh, on the Cullens. This is great. This is where he's starting to really ask gonna her help about, us. right. And, and his, his words made her feel like a traitor. Yeah. You know? And, um, Who's using who now? Exactly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so then we move on to chapter 15 titled family. 14. 14. Thank you. Family. 14. So yeah. the fight. Um, who's Paul? Paul is another werewolf. Okay. Okay. One of um, what now would be called Jacob's brothers. Short tempered guy. He is short tempered. And yeah. um, so when Bella and Jacob show up in the clearing, Paul loses his temper in phases right away, right. and he and Jacob fight. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I see that you wrote a note here. It says every time he, you know, every time you read about how he loses his slippers sneakers. or his sneakers. That he, it's it makes, funny. It makes me laugh out loud every time. And because um, the other boys are like um, talking about how Billy can't afford to buy him, you know, sneakers anymore. I guess he's going to have to walk around barefoot, you know, and all. This. So it's just funny. Cool. I like it. Stephanie in our chat room says that the new moon DVD will be out March 20th. Just saw it on Twitter. Awesome. That is very, that's coming soon. That is. I knew right. it was coming out 
in the spring. So, so then we we meet Emily, who is Emily is Sam's fiance, right? And mm-hmm. they're hanging out, and of course, we learn about Emily's scars, which then we understand the danger aspect of of this. being around a werewolf. And when they lose their temper, they things can happen. And I do like this. So you're the vampire girl, huh? So you're the werewolf girl. <laughs> exactly. That was good. That was good. That was good. Now, you said this was worse than any romantic movie. Right. That this is, is how Bella describes watching Sam and Emily they were, together. They, they are so like, in love. that Dude, go get a room kind of deal. Yeah. It was like. And, it, it's just, and I don't think that it was like that. I think that it's the way that they look at each yeah, other. It's the I, I way know. they interact around each other. You, you know? can just tell these she people talks are in about, love. Right. She talks about Sam coming in and, you know, um, something as simple as putting his hand on the small of Emily's back, you know. And that's so she's like, and it's worse than watching a romantic movie, mm-hmm. you know. And um, again, her pain is just all through this book. Now, I'm not sure how to pronounce this person's username in the chat room, but okay. anyway, he says they did not, he says they, or she, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, they did not portray that in the movie very well, I think. So. Emily say, Scars? Yeah, or no, no, no. Emily the, and the, them, their, their relationship. Right. He's, they're saying it was too forced. <clears throat> I, I have to see it again. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see it again. We saw I, it once at very saw, late showing. It was very late. And, um, I struggled w- with myself the entire time to number one, watch it for the movie that it was for what they made it to be and, and struggling with comparing it to the book. Mm-hmm. Those should not have been in the same viewing. I right. should have n- number one, first enjoyed it or first criticized it and then gone right. back and done the other. And by the way, that was Christine Lucas Savage. It must be okay. Justin's wife, I guess. Okay. So anyway, which I think she does a, I think she has a very popular blog around the Twilight cool. stuff. So I'll have to check it out. Very cool. Thank you, Christine. Send the link. Awesome. And I'll check it out. Yeah, put put a link in the. Actually, yeah, send us a link to uh, feedback at gspn.tv, and I'll send it over to Stephanie. Right. Cool. So very cool. So um, right, and now they want to use Bella as bait. Oh, and uh, duh, right here, put it in the chat room too, and I'll read it, and that way. <laughs> Right there. So let's give her a, let's give her a plug. It's called findyouredward.com. Okay. findyouredward.com. And if I'm not mistaken, I think That's a good that that I'm going to that that's a very good um URL. website URL, but um he's not possible. What well, well he, here, he, Right. No. Here's ahead. what here's what I know about it. Um Justin did tell me about the okay. fact that she had this. Um and the the whole idea is that you know there are all these girls all over oh, looking good. for the, their own Edward. And it's like, you know, let, 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 let me help you find, awesome. here's some things you need to know. This is what you should really be looking for in a man. Awesome. So it, it, it's, a, it's, it's almost like a ministry in a good way. Good job. So I'm excited. I, I don't, check I don't, out later. I don't know if that's how she would describe it, describe it, but right. that's, that, that's kind of the feel or the vibe that I kind of got. It's, okay. it's just, it's, it's, it's more of an encouragement to young woman, okay. young women. Good. Yeah. Good, because we talked to, I mean, these these are dangerous. I mean, if people go out looking for Edward or Jacob, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Right, right. You know, because they don't exist. Yeah. Um, Outside of the pages of these books. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not real. Um, she says Justin is her Edward, which is her husband. Aww. Aww. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff would be your Edward. Ah, yeah, you see, there's a reason that I didn't respond to that. <laughs> like, some other than with a laugh. I don't know <laughs> if I want to be your Edward. You know, I don't know that you 
I want you. I want to be your. I I want to. I want you to be to be my mate, which you are. You are my husband, and you are a lot of things to me. But I don't find everything in you. Absolutely, and you know what? And and all those things you always dreamed of having in a husband or in a man one day. I got rid of a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, you just got you just got to just give up all those dreams and say. God gave me this guy. That's right. You know, I asked for this, but God gave me this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You far exceed my expectations of what I thought I deserved. But um, so As can we have move you. on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to dig a hole. <laughs> nice. All right. The so, guys want to use Bella as bait yeah, to and, catch And who Victoria. stands up at this time? Anybody? Jacob. Jacob stands out and says, no, you're not going to do that. Bella is not bait. Good. Because don't forget, I mean, Jacob is in love with Bella. Yeah. And has already said as much, you know, now. And so um, not going to do that. Not going to do that. Quill's got to be close to joining us. I mean, these boys are like, okay, this is going to happen. Yeah. Right. And, um, but then you also learn that none of them wanted the same fate for their friend. They, they didn't want that for him. And, um, but they were eager to add to their numbers also. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So so basically now they're going to try to keep um, Bella in La Push. It's yep. the only place that they can be safe. Uh, and let's see here. I am. Let's see. It's here. It says, if I'm silly, then you're dangerously unbalanced. What's this statement? I can't even remember that <laughs> I don't one. even remember. <laughs> All right. Well, just it doesn't matter. All a misunderstanding think, to Charlie. I think someone says... Yeah, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe Bella says Jacob's silly or the other way around. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You're right. It doesn't matter. But Bella describes this as all a misunderstanding to Descri- Charlie. Okay. Describes it to Charlie. It's like, oh, yeah, that fight. It was just a misunderstanding. Right. All right. Hypocrite. Only what. Let's see here. Only what was the point of lying to myself? She calls herself a hypocrite. Okay. And and why does she feel like she's a hypocrite? Then? I, I don't remember. I all have right. to read back. And, well, the, well, let's just say that there's a new dream and there's an Emily's in I it I should have put the page number on here because that would have helped me. Well, that's okay. It would have. But she, I know she calls herself, she calls herself a hypocrite now. And um, she is starting to know that she's unbalanced. Right. <laughs> you know? And so, maybe a little unfair too. Yeah, what what's the newest dream with Emily? What did Emily have to do with anything in this dream? Does I that, think she's just there. It's just, okay. Yeah. So so the dream is there, but now she she's recognizing that this definitely isn't just a dream, but this is like almost like a premonition of what's right. to come. Right. Okay. Because I don't think that she she the only thing was that she had the same dream, only Emily was there. Right. So I mean, there there was no. Just that maybe this is how, yeah. Cool. What did you say? Premonition. That's what I thought you All said. Right. Yeah, a premonition. Chapter 15. We're moving along. We only have chapter 15 and chapter 16 left. I know. And then I start like really getting into this book. Yeah? Yeah. So do you want to <laughs> do you want to end here and pick up another time or should we just go we'll on? We'll do 15 and 16 and then I start really getting into this book. So. Oh, is that, yeah. oh, so these aren't, so 16 wasn't the end of the book? No. Oh, wow. What? How many chapters are there in the book? Like 23? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm tired. So, just, Oh, okay. So are you done? Yeah. <laughs> You're such a baby. I am such a baby. I'm tired. I'm tired. Boo-hoo. We're already at 35 minutes. Uh, only? 
Oh. Well, we did good. We, um, 11, we covered a lot. 13, four chapters. Four chapters. That's fair enough, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, we just want to say if you guys have some questions on chapters 15 or 16 or 17, those will probably be right about what we get into the next episodes. You can give us a call on our listener voicemail feedback hotline. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week at area code 859-795-4067, 859-795-4067. And uh, basically, it's a good thing that we're going to stop because... It was my desire just to record one podcast. You were just going to be like, oh, hey, here's what happened in a moon. And I'm like, I don't think that that's fair to the book. I I agree. I agree. Or to the people who are waiting for us to talk about everything that happened. Exactly. Right. So anyway, we we kind of even, you know, went through those even fast. But we want to make sure that we do cover all the things. Stephanie took the time to put some detailed notes together. Chapter 15 is pressure and she's got lots of notes do i a lot happens in that a lot happens in that chapter that um and then paris is really good paris is good but 17 is my favorite yeah you just sounded like that girl on saturday night live (laughs) it was good but i have something so much better (laughs) you know who i'm talking about yeah because i'm like black and white yeah and yeah and I, <laughs> she cradles <laughs> her hair. That is so good. I don't remember what her name is. I don't either. That's but a good man, character, though. It is. I love those. Anyway, uh, we just want to say thank you for subscribing to the Twilight Saga Fan Podcast. Again, 859-795-4067. Give us a call. Uh, head over to the forum, gspn.tv slash forum. There is a section in our forum where you can discuss any of the books. I mean, seriously, go there and hang out and, and talk with people. Now, you're you're not going to accidentally delete this podcast, right? Like, I am not going to accidentally okay. delete this podcast. So I podcast. can delete the notes that we just did? You don't. You just close them. You don't need well, to delete no, I, them. No, I take them out so that I know that we covered that already. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. Because even if you delete them, you know what? If something were you to happen, there's go back revisions. Right. Yeah, so you can go back to see what it looked like before. Okay. Anyway, we're out of here. We'll talk to you next time. Until next time, everybody, join the the community. community.